Back in the 90s, three students met and studied hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Then they left college and life happened. They're back together for your entertainment. This is 3Go Podcasting. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for episode 12. Wow, where has the time gone? Hope you've had another good week. Uh, it's Richard, Ian and Jason again this week talking our usual random stuff that we picked up over the last seven days. Uh, remember you can always find out more about us and the podcast on our website at 3gopodcasting.com with the number three at the beginning and you can check us out on social media as well on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and Jay, you've been listening to some popular music, I believe. Yes, some popular ditties um, that have been released this week. So, um, as we know, we're both massive Killers fans. Um, seen them in concert multiple times. I think I've seen them about seven times. And in Brandon Flowers, about three times, I think, when he was doing his solo tour as well. So, I think you can safely say either we're stalkers or we're big fans. Probably a bit of both. So, um, yeah, their new album came out yesterday, finally. Uh, delayed release, I think it was due to come out end of May, uh, and then it came out on Friday, um, called Imploding the Mirage. Um, it is really good, actually. Yeah, I've listened to it a few times now. Um, it's one of these ones where I think it's been impacted a little, a little bit because um, they started releasing the singles back in May, like one by one, uh, obviously thinking the album was going to come out then, but it got delayed due to COVID and, you know, obviously the exceptional circumstances that are going on. So I've had a bit of a you know, as a lot of us had a bit of a preview of it um, with the singles, and they're all very, very good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good album, right? It's their first album since 2017's Wonderful, Wonderful. Um, and I think it's a, a step back in the right direction, to be honest with you. Um, I think you with me, I think we're always looking for like another hot fuss, you know, their debut album, mm-hmm, which is yeah. still my favourite album of all time. Um, and I don't think they're ever necessarily going to reach those heights again because they've gone through quite a few changes with the band and the lead guitarist, Dave Coonings, left. And I think a lot of his influence has sort of gone away. Um, but no, this is definitely a step in the right direction. And I think the, the best thing I can sort of say to it is there's three or four tracks on here that um, they would stand up with the best songs that they've done, if I'm being honest with you. And I think, you know, we're I think you're going to see them next year, right? We're obviously going to go and see them in June. It got put back to next year. I think you've got tickets as well, as well right? Yeah, we're supposed to go and see him at the Emirates, and that's right. uh, it got been it been because of COVID. So I think it's next May or June or something. Yeah, so that that should be pretty good. I think. I think so. Yeah, and I think that's as I say, there's a few songs on here um, that will definitely you'll list you look forward to hearing them live, sort of thing. So there's like my my own soul's warning, um, dying breed, which is their latest single, which I, I think is fantastic. Um, and you have got caution, which I think a lot of people have heard. That's the one that came out back in May. Radio Two have been playing it to death uh and then there's just a, quite a few good other songs on there but i think what i would say for this album is i don't think they've ever sort of hidden the fact that they've got massive influences from from you know their their music when they were growing up things like you know bands like new order um the cure you definitely hear a lot of that influence on here like the the guitar the bass that new order used to use the happy sort of jangly keyboards at the end that the cure used to use on some of their songs and i think the biggest one which they've used a couple of times before like if you think of the songs like when you were young bruce springsteen you know born to run riff the guitar riff from born to run there's about three or four different iterations of it on this but you can tell it's not, it's not just a, they've just chucked it in there. It actually adds to the song and makes it even better, you know. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's definitely a, a, a sort of return to form. 
is it their best album? No, it's not. Um, still Hot Fuzz. I'd still say Sam's Town is not far behind Hot Fuzz. And then I'd probably put this in like third place, to be honest with you. I think it's a, it's, it's a really good album, really strong album. Um, yeah, and I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. If you haven't heard it yet, I think you will like it. I was amused by the fact you were listening to it on CD. Yeah. I didn't know that was still a thing. Can you well, still buy CDs? Oh, no, it's crazy, right? So this is just a sign of the time. So um, as, the t- as the tour tickets went on sale um, end of last year, they do it now where, because CDs are obviously a dying form now, unfortunately, and they do it so you can boost sales as well. So they will put, you can get pre-sale tickets if you order the CD in advance. So we did that. Uh, Um, Due to come out in May, and I kept checking, when's it coming, when's it coming? Finally got an email saying it's coming out on the 21st of August. Um, Yeah, so that was the only reason. I've listened to it in the car on the CD player. Other than that, I don't have a CD player in the house, although you and our friend Vicky has kindly reminded me you can use a DVD player. That shows how out of kilter I am with CDs. Yeah, but you shouldn't shouldn't have to play it via telly or... Go and sit in the car like a naughty no. boy because you're not allowed to listen to it in the house. I mean, it's a bit sort of like, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, okay, I get the fact they want to flog some CDs, but I mean, yeah. no one's got a CD player anymore. The fact that you've, you know, you've spent a couple of hundred quid on an album and some tickets yeah. and you have to sort of hunt around your house to find something that still plays. Exactly. Music. Not, not exactly sort of uh, helping future generations, is it? But No, uh, but the thing is, just to point out, I didn't just go in the car to listen to it. I'm not that sad. I actually drove somewhere. Although I am a bit sad, as you know. Were you so, going there or were you just driving around to justify listening to it for an hour and a half? Probably a little bit of in both. In a big circle. Of, yeah, because yeah. I have become a recluse, as you know. So, yeah, it was a little bit of both, I think. But, yeah, it's a thumbs up from me. It's a big thumbs up, is it? Yes. I think we have a th- Hang on, let's leave a gap here for a thumbs up sound effect. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to sound like. Or even the horns though. that we use oh, for here. Let's assume we're going to have some air horns. Air <laughs> Air horns done. That's good. Um, we'll, we'll edit those in afterwards. Okay, so that, that's worth a listen. Um, yeah. Anything else you've been up to this week? Have you stuck with the Mandalorian TV show you were talking about? Last I week? did. Yeah. Do you know what I did? And um, oh, okay. I think Sounds my ominous. Res- eh, I think the response is a hmm. You know, it's good. Oh. Like the special effects are great. You can tell they haven't cut back on the special effects. It's just like the films. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's just the story and the content. That yeah, cut back on, it's just it? not oh, a lot okay. happened. I know. You know, we were talking briefly like beforehand, right? It's, it's it's like you say, it's, it's setting it up, I think, for bigger things to come. I'm sure the story is going in the right direction. Will I watch the second series when it comes on? Yeah, I will, because I just want to see where it goes to. But it's not it's not that exciting so far. It's sort of a, you know, not a lot really happens, in my opinion. But it's all right. It's okay. Um, I have to make an admission here. Um, I, I'll kind of come back to watching The Mandalorian. I mentioned last week that I'd started and it was a bit... Uh, but yeah. I will sort of give it a go. Um, I have become almost addicted to watching certain types of videos on the internet this week. Um, and I, I do fear it's a start of a slippery slope. Um, you talk about this topic I, legally? I can. Okay, that's um, good. Uh, it's, it's quite sad, but for some reason, when I was on YouTube, you know, it gives you random selections of things mm-hmm. they think you might want to watch. Yep. And I have no idea uh, how this showed up, but I, I've become quite into watching pressure washer videos. <laughs> Why have you not seen these? No, they some of the most they are the most therapeutic things to watch. Oh my god! Basically, I don't know the guy's name. But it's some bloke who runs a firm in Bournemouth or somewhere odd who posts videos. Yeah, and he pitches up to a job, and it's basically a, a wide-angle video lens of him yeah. on a very dirty pathway or driveway, oh and then it's a time lapse of him cleaning it. <laughs> And you just sort of see the dirt coming off it. And it's really, really addictive. Because really? actually, you watch it and it's sort of like, 
oh god that's really good and but how long are the videos nice like two or three minutes it's almost oh, like okay. a six hour job you don't sit yeah, there I was going to say watching you <laughs> scrub it or anything and it's about two or three minutes of a sort of a time lapse but the problem is it's sort of it's so addictive you then sort of progress on to other things so after a couple of hours of watching pressure washing of driveways or swimming pools or whatever it yeah. is and by the way if you ever go on to TikTok everyone on TikTok started to put these films on as well and really there's also other ones so you sort of then that you then sort of progress onto a series of films about cleaning out drains that have become blocked. Oh, okay. And they're quite cool. Um, so <laughs> they sort of fall into two categories, really. Either it's a flooded road and somebody wades out into the middle to be a hero and unblocks the drains while the water goes away. Yeah. Or, or frankly, the rather off-putting ones are the ones where... Um, someone's toilet drains become blocked and oh no sort of put in a, yeah yeah so but it is again quite it's something quite therapeutic about watching all of the horrible stuff disappear down and all becoming clean again so that's i think i'll cool. take your word for it i'm not sure i'm going to um catch on to this you know uh, have you seen the ones about the um the the spot popping well do you know what i was about to say this is what i worry about i am worried now that this <laughs> only this inevitably ends up with me watching these blackhead and spot popping videos <laughs> Um, of which there are loads. I've tried to avoid them up to this point. Oh. There are some, um, yeah, it's um, there's some people pretty... love it, don't they? Like, yeah, they do. My other half and it. her sister are obsessed with it. Like, sometimes she'll come round, obviously before lockdown, and they would just like go and sit on the other chair, gathered round the phone, going, "Oh," and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "We're watching this." And now there's a program like Doctor Pimple Popper or something that's on. Oh, is it? Yeah, that? yeah. I don't know what channel it's on. I've flipped sometimes, and it's been on. And it's this Doctor Pimple Popper, and everyone's like, "Oh, wow!" Yeah, have a look. I haven't, I haven't seen it myself because I refuse to watch it. But I think my other half has watched it, and uh, yeah, it's just catching on. It's a bit scary, really. I'm not quite sure of the uh, fascination myself. Uh, and because it's a TV show, you think it's going to obviously be the world's biggest pimples or abscesses or yeah. <laughs> yeah. like stuff gushing everywhere. It's, uh, exactly. It's, it's really funny. I can, I can watch those sorts of things, but like if you... If you try and show me a medical procedure involving blood or, you know, needles oh, God, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like one of these A&E program things, I can't watch it. But somebody with a massive abscess and pus gushing everywhere, yeah, give it to me. It's amazing. <laughs> but it's always when you're having your dinner as well, because I, I like routinely have a late dinner because I don't get home from work, well, until this all happened, till late. And we sit down and settle down about nine and she puts on like A&E and just I'm about to tuck into a, like a beef burger or something. There's a bit where they're like cutting open someone's chest. I'm like, why? Why does why, that always happen? Yeah. So listen, it's definitely just just try one of the pressure washer videos on YouTube. It's amazing. If you don't like it, it's brilliant. But it's it's, yeah. it's so therapeutic to just watch something really really dirty and then get cleaned. And you're thinking, <laughs> it sounds and, like and a I've, fetish. Yeah, and I've, I actually we we've got one of those um, you know pressure washer things in the garage. Yeah. Use it, and it never turns out like that. It always looks really really bad when I do it because there's always bits that you can't get off and stuff. Um, yeah. But I like the idea of watching these videos to see what it should look like if I had yeah. any ability or skill to use it. So definitely worth checking out. Just type a like in pressure washer or drain cleaning on um, YouTube and you'll find loads of videos. But have you now got obsessed with this pressure washer and you're sort of using it everywhere? So you've done outside and now you come into the kitchen and you're like blasting no, down the sides. I, ha- I haven't. I, I want to use it to okay. wash the car, but I have a feeling if I did that, I'd like to take all the metal off. So it'd just be like a chassis left. Um, so, <laughs> so I need to get around to doing that. But no, that's my thing for when I find it in the garage, obviously in one of my boxes, just marked miscellaneous items. When I actually find it, 
uh, when we run packed on, okay. playing around pressure, pressure washing everything that doesn't move, basically. Right, so the other week, actually, guys, we talked about going to the cinema and how that's going to work. Actually, have either of you been to the cinema since they've reopened at all? Well, they're, they're, they're advertising cinemas quite heavily, aren't they? They're kind of adverts going on about sort of going back in and you have to wear a face mask, and which is kind of a given and stuff. But uh, I looked at it this week and I thought, I'm going to go. So I looked uh, on the, the local cinema to me and I, I was looking for a film to go and watch and I didn't know any of them and I thought, hang on a minute. So I looked through and then I suddenly realised they're all reruns. So what's on? Give us an example. Well, I, I, I was looking at Inception. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Now, yeah. I've never, I've never seen it. Oh, it's great. It's a great film. Is it? Now, but, yeah, we've got we've got the Empire Strikes Back showing on at the local cinema around here, which oh, is quite cool, but also quite old as well. I, I guess they're just showing old stuff because they're only going to get five people showing up. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. So, Do I'm, I'm to... guessing, yeah, I'm guessing it's all about revenue, isn't it? But surely people still want to go to the cinema, and we've been, you know, sort of in lockdown for almost ever and stuff, and no one's been out. So people would be kind, of, even if it was limited to the amount of people you could have in the cinema, people would go. I think. Yeah, I suppose the challenge is though is, is whether anybody's actually releasing any films because all the studios are either they've either paused them till later in the year or they're shoving them out on pay per view on TV. Yeah. So I guess uh, until the studios start, it's one of those sort of chicken and egg things. If the cinemas don't open, they won't put films out, and without films, people won't necessarily go to cinema. So I guess if they're thinking they show some old classics, to get people back into the back into the idea of going. Yeah. But at least you've got popcorn. You've still got yeah. popcorn. <laughs> of course, yeah, exactly. I hope. So. But they're probably ninety-eight pounds a box. Or something. To be fair, they're probably testing out their safety things as well, like less people going, making sure they get it right for when people do go back. And it's it's, it's funny actually that you say Inception was showing because um you know I'm a bit of a film geek and stuff like that. Oh, yes, Not, yes. I don't are. intend to be, but I just so Christopher Nolan directed Inception and his new film Tenet is the one is going to be the first massive release that's coming out this Wednesday which is everyone saying it's going to be the film that gets everyone back into the cinema and it looks it looks really really good actually if you look at the trailers online it looks very okay, good what's it's it very called similar again? to it's, 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 I think it's pronounced Tenet it's T-E-N-E-T and it's like a is it a palindrome when you can read it backwards and front and it's meant to be like that because oh, yeah. the film oh, yeah. is to do with time and being able to go forward in time and backward in time and it's very similar uh, to you, this I have, an, I have a problem with this film already Jay I've <laughs> oh, got go a problem on. with it already alright it's going to be one of these really confusing complicated films I don't do yeah, those yeah, films yeah. I really? like, some, I like something simple don't go simple. and see Inception don't go and see no, well, Inception then. exactly that's why I looked at it and I, I watched the trailer and I thought I'm going to sit there and I'm, by the end of it I won't even know what the hell I've watched Oh really? Oh, but seriously, though, Inception. It is like that because have you seen it, Richard? Inception. You ever seen it? No, I don't. Think oh, I have, it's brilliant. No. It's it's basically they can get inside people's minds and replace their memories, but then they start going into the memories of their memories of their memories and no. part, and but <laughs> and you think it's not going to make sense, oh, but no, it does. No, no, no. It does. So, it's gone. I've seen a couple of these. Gone. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know, but I've seen a couple of these sort of time warpy, changey yeah. type films. And Ian says, I sit there, and after the first half hour, I'm sitting there going, but that wouldn't work, because if you did that, and then I spend the rest of the time thinking about why it wouldn't work, and then miss the entire point of the story so at the end. You sit there and analyse, Rich, and I sit there and just go, what the hell is going on? My brain hurts. I came here for enjoyment, and now my brain is hurting. Why do people do that? Like my son, he, he, he's he been watching all these films like, uh, I don't know, like the Disney Pixar films and he comes up and makes the most, but why would they open the fridge like that? And I'm like, you've just watched a film with a talking dog in it and you're querying about the way the fridge has been opened. What, <laughs> yeah, why? That's not the most, yeah, it's not the bit you need to challenge. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
Um, so I say that no pressure then. If they're, if they're selling this as a film that's going to save the cinema, there's yeah. no pressure no. on the film then. No. So if it bombs, it's entirely their fault that everyone yes. loses their job. Is well, that how it look, works? I'm going to try and go and see it this week. I'm going to try and watch it on IMAX because apparently it's filmed in IMAX and everything. I'm going to go for the full gamut. So if I can, I'll give you a nice little whether it's any good. But I'll, I'll tell you if it's how really complicated. How much is that going to cost you though? How much oh, it's is about that? 20 a quid. Yeah, it's about 20 quid, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a new yeah, mortgage for the yeah. cinema. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to get out. I've got to go to the cinema. I love cinema. And I haven't been for ages, so I think the last. Have you got one, one of those? Cinema, um, have you got one wind. of those passes? You got one of those passes? The unlimited nah, things? Where... No, no. I've well, got. I've um, not got I'm one of them, mate. You surprise me. Ah, uh, no. Have you got one of your mobile phone deals there, where you can get like free tickets every other Thursday well, or whatever? It the is. frustrating thing is, right? Somebody bought me um, a, a thirty-pound voucher for. I think it was Cineworld, but my local Cineworld hasn't got the IMAX. It's the Odeon that's got the IMAX. So I'm actually going to pay to go to the Odin when actually I could use my pass, but I'm pinging hope that we don't get a second wave, obviously, so that I can go and see something else because I think my ticket runs out at the end of the year. But I'm sure they're going to mm. extend tickets and stuff, right? Things that expire, they should extend it into next year. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the same as your bus pass, Joe. You know, they'll extend that for you. <laughs> my 60-year-old OAP bus pass. <laughs> Unfortunately, you've lost your free TV license. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they do, I hope they do expend, extend things because we've got a really nice... Uh, voucher for Christmas uh, for a really nice posh local restaurant. Oh yeah, and it ran out at the end of July, and obviously we couldn't go. So I'm really hoping that when we call them up, they will extend it. Because if not, I'll be gutted. I know yeah. that uh, I know Jason will be very very excited by this, but I got a present from my work crew, which was a tour of the Liverpool football stadium. Oh Ooh. yes, yes it was. Yeah, so Lovely. I got a tour of that and the trophy room as well. So I get to see the new Premiership trophy. Oh um, wow! And, Excellent. Uh, that voucher ran out in March uh, this year, so I, <laughs> so I, I emailed off and I said, and, uh, and little product placement here, thank you, Virgin. Uh, they actually got back to me and said, yeah, no problem, we're going to extend those through to 2021. We'll send them out in the post oh, year. Brilliant. I'm like, happy days. And now you can I see the Premier League. It's one of those things where I'd be gutted if you'd gone in the last three or four years where the, where the trophy cabinet was empty. Yeah. <laughs> At least when you get to go now, there's a couple of things in it, I suppose. Our trophy cabinet, oh, as you well know, the 80s, the 80s means our trophy cabinet was never empty, Rich. Yeah. If you have to give them back. You can't just keep a trophy one in 1984, can you? No, you, but, I mean, you have to give them back. So. Yeah, but they've got like replicas and stuff. <laughs> oh, pictures of it, have they? <laughs> Okay. But have they got the Kent Senior Trophy? No. Oh, no. Are no. they not? Oh, no. They didn't get that one. I don't think Gillingham either, to be fair. I don't remember. No, to be fair, though, <laughs> let's just talk that one through, though, because that's the only trophy I can think of where a local actual football league team that plays in the professional league... Yeah plays a bunch of part-time plumbers and milkmen every year and still don't and win for this trophy and still don't win <laughs> and actually it's quite an achievement when you don't when you can beat a team that's 17 leagues below you oh, Gillingham. and one of their and their striker couldn't shot because he had to run a late shift posting Christmas presents or whatever it was we're going to do so, well this year yeah. you mark my words we're going to do well this year we're putting together a nice little side I'm telling you <laughs> yeah. you say that every year make sure you check Make sure you check back in future podcasts for updates on <laughs> yeah. Gillingham's progress in the Kent Senior Trophy. Um, okay, so we look forward to the cinema review next week, Jay. Yep. Um, something I wanted to pick up with you guys, I mentioned the other week about some of the odd birthday gifts I'd got that are all themed around um, the podcast. Yep. Um, there's one I forgot to mention. I only mentioned it because I was having a shower yesterday and I, I found it in the bathroom. Is do you a while back? Was this your like annual shower first? Is this your, your birthday shower, shower yeah? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, get a year's worth of grime off. Um, I remember when we, in, in the episode where we talked about our clubbing days in the 90s, I, I made a, a reference to the fact we used to spray ourselves with Lynx Africa. Oh, Lynx Africa. Um, which was, do you know that you can, you can actually buy in the shops now? Go on. Okay, I've actually got a can of it. Is Lynx Africa crossed with Marmite? No. What? 
No, no, no I literally yeah. have got the can upstairs oh, in the bathroom. It is I, the most disgusting. I had heard oh. this. I, I'd heard that it's this was grim. a thing, and and I just like, <laughs> what the hell have they spent Why? money making? So why would yeah? You, I mean, nobody. Well, I love Marmite, right? You either love it or you hate it. That's what the the advertising spray it on your armpits, though. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, I wouldn't get up in the morning and go, oh, Marmite, there you go, Let's, uh, just under there, lovely on the left and the right. <laughs> oh, I'm smelling beautiful today. Wouldn't, wow. would you? Who came up with that idea? Yeah, it's just disgusting. And it's sort of like, when you spray it, you get that Lynx Africa smell straight away. Then about, you know, like when you eat something and you suddenly get a taste a little yeah, bit afterwards, yeah. you spray it and you go, that's Lynx Africa. And you just get a disgusting, yeasty smell. Oh, my and God. I mean, you, can act, you can actually buy this stuff in the shops, but I'm not going to buy it ever again. Yeah, like, Lynx God. Africa crossed with Marmite is a thing. Avoid it like the plague. Yeah. It's disgusting. Oh, guys, just rank, isn't it? Oh my god! It's so disgusting. grim. I wonder if it might be a, it might actually be a cure for lots of diseases because it's so disgusting that it might actually have hidden properties or something. But yeah, it's um, something to be avoided if you possibly can. So what's next? Old Spice with dung? I'll say. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they're, they're one and the same thing, aren't they? Old Spice crossed with cow poo. Yeah, yeah that would be that would be great. Um, yeah, Old Spice. To to, I've got a can of that. <laughs> yeah, I've got a can in the bathroom. It's, it's brilliant. Someone <laughs> yeah, bought me a, a can of uh, no, a shower gel for denim. Do you remember denim with the advert oh, yeah. where it's a woman's oh, yeah, yeah. hand going onto the man wearing a denim shirt, and then he'd stop her. And it's oh my god, it was vile. I thought it was going to eat through the shower flooring. It was that toxic. What's the advert What's running the at the moment? It says, "Still got it. You've still got it." It's it's, it's a spray. Is that Old Spice? I think or that's is Old that... Spice. I think it is Old Spice. I think yeah, it is, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Denim, that was it. Denim, the tagline for denim was, for a man who doesn't have to try too hard. <laughs> the thing is, though, there's some there's some bloke going out, you know, clubbing or going to the pub on a Saturday night, covering himself in links covered with Marmite. And <laughs> no, he's, really, really cool. he's got flies hovering around and him. <laughs> yeah, and all these people going around the club going, oh, a bit of a yeasty smell. What's that? What's going on Sorry, there? It's got a yeast infection. Well, <laughs> now that you've had your, your first shower and only shower of the year, Rich, you could use some of that. Win-win. You just walk along the seafront <laughs> yeah. and see what looks you get. <laughs> Definitely could say that. No, I haven't got a yeast infection. I chose to smell like this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Quick swipe left or right, whatever it is on Tinder for a no. Brilliant. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Anyway, so there's there's that. Um, now, last week we talked about the fact that I have a life size cardboard cutout of Rick Astley yes. in my house. Yes, um, and you've got it uh, there today. Yeah. I can see it. It it's, is a thing there. of beauty. There he is. When we do the podcast, we are in different places, so we see each other on a Zoom conference call. So um, right now, uh, for, for Ian and Jason, they can see I'm um, waving to, to my life size cardboard cutout. I did put a picture on the Three Go Podcasting Facebook page, so if you haven't seen it, uh, check it out, and you'll be able to find the castle it, there. It's just uh, something anyway, brilliant. So it is brilliant. It is amazing. So this week, though, he's been making appearances in my work Zoom calls. <laughs> wow. Um, what okay. I like to do, what I like to do is I like to um, start off without him there blank my screen and then put him there so when I come back on there's a man standing behind me and it's taken a few people a little while to notice and then a few people have then noticed and worked out who it is um, and I don't know but when you do when you do these conference calls at work I don't know if you know but you can get like um, there's a message bar at the side where you oh, can yeah. write messages yeah. but on, on like teams and stuff I think you can also you can also look up little videos and messages and all of a sudden there was this whole series of Rick Astley related memes going on at the side of the screen and, and some people had no idea who he was I was going to say and other people just found it hilarious so yeah. you're trying and, to concentrate on business on and stuff and then you've got like you know Rick in the background and everyone's just going well I don't know what we're talking about here but i'm just going to research rick astley and just type in the message bar 
Ab- absolutely. It's how work gets done. So yeah, so um, that's my Rick Astley fun for this week. Very good. Um, what other exciting things have you chaps been up to? Well, I've seen. A, have you seen this story in the news actually this week about the um, the, the boy who um, inhaled up, or stuck up his nose a piece of Lego? I think it was like the hand, you know, the little arms, and then you've got the hand bit that detaches. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. got stuck up his nose. Um, oh. And he went to see the doctor. This was two years ago, and he went to the doctors, and um, the doctors said, "We can't see it. We can't find it. Um, it will work its way out naturally." And obviously, nothing was ever said again. Uh, and then apparently, this week, he's uh, they made some cupcakes in the house, and he went to sniff them. And he started getting some pain and he thought he might have inhaled some of the cupcake and his mum told him to blow his <laughs> nose and out comes his little Lego arm. So it's like, <laughs> oh. wow. And I think, I don't know about you and your kids, have they ever swallowed Lego? Have you ever had that pleasure of having to go up to A&E? No, no. My son did. He's done it because he puts everything in his mouth. He doesn't use his fingers. Everything is done with his teeth. And he swallowed Brilliant. one of these line things and they said exactly the same thing. Oh, it'll come out naturally. And we've never seen it again. So I'm just waiting for that to come out in, uh, anytime <laughs> soon. Them- do you reckon, particularly for this kid, if it was the one piece he couldn't find from the Lego set he was building? Yeah. yeah. So he's exactly. got a Lego set that he's been looking for one bit for for the last And then he'll be waiting years, and, years and then suddenly it'll appear, and you'll be like, oh, wow, I can finish my Lego. Brilliant. But the good, the good news is, it was armless. Oh, God. The thing about Lego is, it literally gets everywhere, doesn't it? When we were clearing up the house before we moved... Every, the last 20 things I picked up from anywhere in the house were bits of Lego that yep. somehow just appeared from nowhere. Yeah, but I, I find... Um, <laughs> I find bits of games, like, you know, bits of, like, old games and stuff that you're under the sofa and you'd be like, oh, God, I couldn't play that game because I was missing that bit. And there it is, under the sofa. It's like... <laughs> and you got rid what? of the game five years ago. Yeah, random. <laughs> yeah, I don't normally find these Lego pieces. They normally, the Hoover finds them and you just hear this massive rattle happen when you suck them up <laughs> and you go, oops, sorry yep. about that. Yeah, after the Dyson repairman's get yeah, the exactly. Lego out of the, of the vital bit. Yeah. Okay, so it's time in the podcast uh, that we've been waiting for each week. Um, it's the time for us to hear another amazing joke that Jason's hand-picked for us from his book of jokes. Uh, and of course, it's time for Jason's Joke of the Week. Jay's Joke of the Week. Funnier than Michael McIntyre on Skittles. Why don't ants get sick? Because they have little antibodies. That's actually quite funny. Um, That's pretty bad on one level, but it's actually actually quite funny. Uh, I I think think the comedy voice you did that with as well uh, helped sell it for me, Jay. Thanks. (laughs) It made me chuckle. Well, do you know what? That did make me laugh. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you are definitely improving. I think we could do a whole night of this. I think we could do a stand-up oh, no, night no, of Jay. Don't flip that oh, on come anyone. on. Yes, let's do it for charity. Let's Jay's joke of the week. He'll stand here oh, and just God. tell you jokes. <laughs> but the idea of charity is to make money. Yeah. Yeah, but we can charge to throw things at him. We can charge to throw things at him. It'll yeah, be fine. Old tomatoes, rotten fruits, yes. all kind of stuff. Bricks. That's where the money comes from, not the jokes. <laughs> Yeah, um, let's do it. Do we have a do we have a standby backup joke this week at all? Uh, what do you call a Frenchman in sandals? Don't know. Philippe Philop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel we have reached a new level here. It's not a particularly high level either. Um, oh right. So that God. was Jason's joke of the week. We'll have another one of those uh, next week in the podcast. 
This is 3Go Podcasting with Richard, Ian and Jay. Okay, so let's let you into a little podcasting secret is uh, Ian was a bit late uh, today. So we record this podcast. We don't do it live, we record it. So you may have noticed at the start, Ian didn't speak for the first 15 minutes of the (laughs) podcast, which in some ways is a relief. um, (laughs) uh, But but he has suddenly appeared halfway through. Um, We were going to just gloss over the facts and pretend it never happened. But, but, you know, Ian was late. So let's talk about it. Uh, Ian, why were you late? Um, Did you by any chance sleep over or sleep in? I I kind of opened my eyes and I suddenly thought, I'd look at my phone and, uh, you know, I'd go at the end of the bed, got it up and unplugged it. Well, you said first of all, I have to put my glasses on because then I can actually see things, which is always good. Uh, so I did that, and I'm kind of looking at, and I looked at the time, and I thought, oh no, no, oh god, no, I forgot them again. Uh, and then literally, I saw the message, <laughs> "Are you joining us today?" I'm like, oh rubbish. So anyway, my excuse for being late for the podcast uh, this week is that I did I did my first disco. Uh, uh, in in lockdown, I uh, that's what I've, I've done oh. for years and stuff, and um, I gave up on New Year's Eve last year. I just decided I wasn't going to do it anymore, and I was and I decided I wasn't going to do it because I got sick and tired of dragging all the gear out and setting it all up. Now I love doing the the actual DJ oh, yeah. and I love the party and all that sort of stuff, but putting it up, putting it together, and then taking it down getting in and out of the car and then in and out of the garage, I just got sick of it. I was like, yeah. and I realised last night why I'd given it up. <laughs> because I loved, <laughs> I did this wedding for a great friend of mine, Sue. Uh, hello, Sue. Hello to Ryan and Beth who got married uh, yesterday and to everybody that enjoyed the party. Um, there were 30 of them there. That's it. The limited guests were 30 because that's what they're doing for weddings at the moment. Oh, of course. But it was outdoor, yeah. and um, it, it was it was a good night. We we enjoyed ourselves. But yeah, getting everything back into the car and then getting in at like two a.m. in the morning, I thought I know why I retired. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I overslept. Can you name for you some boys. of the songs. You did, yeah. I think that deserves an air horn at some point in there. Hang on sure. a second, stand. Stop, everyone, stop. Air horn coming now. They're lovely, thank you. I think he needs an air horn for his alarm clock as well. That might actually wake him up. Actual air horn, yeah. Yeah, I actually need one of those. Uh, What songs did you play? What songs did I play? Um, Do do you know what? They chose chose a lovely, lovely song, which was... uh, Oh, dear, what was it now? It was... uh, (laughs) Do you know what? No, but it's not not one one I'd ever heard of, and you wouldn't have heard of it either. It was called A Match Made in Heaven by The Architects. Now you're oh, thinking right, no. you're thinking right, the architects right. wow. no but you're thinking the architects and body groove like you know sort of which was a bit of the gar- a garage song and stuff do you remember that oh yeah you remember that one no but thanks no I wasn't thinking that <laughs> okay thinking, all right I've never heard of it people listening will know the architects and body groove all right there'll be somebody well, that knows it highly highly unlikely but okay <laughs> but this was not the architects and body groove this was uh, a match made in heaven by a heavy metal group. Oh my word! Ah, it was like something. It was like hell. It was about four minutes of absolute hell. Just you, you know what it's like, like metal, where people where they yeah. got the mosh pit and 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 people look like they're physically assaulting each other rather yeah. than dancing. It was that wow. basically, and they loved it. They were like they were just you know head banging and all. And I was like, I was just looking on, just going, this is weird. <laughs> was that the wedding song itself though, well, or just one it, you did? It came after the first dance. They did the first uh, oh, dance. Oh wow. Uh, and Excellent. then, and then after directly after that, they had this this song and stuff, and they and they were absolutely loving it. And and I looked across. Please tell me the what's the first dance? I really love you, Govy. It's, it's yes. got the Aerosmith. Yeah, was, Don't want to miss a thing. No, was it? No, it was a, oh. a song called Lifehouse and um, uh, Everything. I think Lifehouse and Everything. I'd never heard of it either. 
but um, oh, it was okay. a, it was a nice first heavy dance. Heavy metal fans. Well, they they clearly they're are. And I, and I looked oh, at uh, I looked at Sue who had uh, organised the whole wedding, and she looked at me, and we were just kind of, well, I I, I don't know how we're going to get through this four minutes. <laughs> we just <laughs> my ears were hurting after thirty seconds. But everyone enjoyed it. That's the main thing. Yeah, Apart from you, obviously. Everyone had a good time, but uh, you know. And then <laughs> when I when I get up later and stuff, I, I don't enjoy it so much because you know I do like being with you boys. I know you smell of Lynx Africa and Marmite, but yeah, <laughs> I do. I smell of something. I don't know what it is. Um, okay, well I think that's a fair enough excuse for being late. Um, and that means we are just about out of time this week. That is us done for the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We're back next week for episode 13 still can't believe we've done that many already uh, remember please check out our website in the week if you can it's 3gopodcasting.com and we'll see you next week bye bye thank you for spending a period of time with us that you'll never get back we're back next week this has been 3go podcasting peace we out <laughs>